depends on what you want to edit. Well, what? I've hit record. Okay. It's going. However, I wanted to start making times of things that I think are fucking funnier than the company. Oh, okay. So where can I fly back? All right. Well, we're going. We're live. I'll do it again. Hello. Hello. Let's go. <laughs> Hi, hello, my welcome. Episodes are all messed up on my notes. By one, by one. That doesn't. It's in. It fucks me up too. Trust me, it fucks me up too, and all of my shit. Now everything's off. Everything's off. I gotta go through and fix everything. Oh my god. I need to oh put this on god. the computer listen, so I don't have to listen. rewrite all of this shit. Listen, listen. I didn't do it because I wanted to. I did it because it had to happen, okay? Listen, whatever we did, whatever we did in that episode, we just, we didn't do what we were supposed to do, all right? <laughs> we didn't do what we were supposed to do. We fucked up, huh? Yeah, she got opinions down here too. <laughs> Thank you. I need them. Oh. See, Thank you. you hear these opinions? Do you hear these opinions? This is what I got to deal with. Oh my god. What a brat. But we love her. We love her. Nah, yeah, I love her. Uh, anyways, hi, hello, welcome. This is Chaos and Cats. Woo! Woo! Not forget to do the intro right away! Um, podcast with basically no organization, and some days it really shows. Um, yes, but that's okay. My name's Kaylee. Oh, and I suppose I'm Laura today. Yeah. Yep. Welcome. Oh, you're actually Laura today? Yeah. I the episode that just went up, I'm pretty name. sure you were in a disguise. Or no, oh, you weren't there. Or you were someone else. I can't remember what yeah. name you gave me. Selena. It was a poor choice. Yeah. Do I look like a Selena? Fucks no. So. I could see it if I didn't know you. <laughs> What? Come here! She keeps yelling at me. Well, she wants attention. something, but I don't know what. You're gonna get scooped up here in a second. You cannot handle yourself. Yeah, that's what I thought. We got our special guest, Miss Rudo. She just wanted the kitty lovins. She wants snuggles. She wants to be on my lap. It's a common occurrence. Of course, of course. I mean, also, you know, it's getting chillier out and stuff. I love it that they cuddle oh. more. Oh <laughs> my god. And and Daruk's been cuddling more because Daruk's not as big of a cuddler. Oh my god, he's been cuddling nonstop. It's fucking wonderful. I know. I love waking up to Henry trying to snuggle on my oh, face and so stuff. Cute. And I'm like, yes, come here. 
And he's been snuggling with us on the couch more, too, which he's not a couch snuggler very often. But he's been snuggling right up on the couch, and it's so wonderful. I love it. Keep it cold in that bitch, all right? Just for the snuggles. I love it. Um, Before I forget, we have to do a cat fact. Oh, I think it was supposed to be my turn, and I... um... About I mean, I got like and then whole, immediately gone. I got a whole list, so that's okay. okay. All right, I can do one, and then you you can come with one next week. I got, got a whole it, list. Got I'm just crossing them off as I go. I love it. All right, so yes, tell it to me. Fifteen years. All right, so this later. kind of follows our fact from the previous episode, which has not come out just yet as of us recording this but it will be out in like two weeks from when yes. we're recording this which yes, it'll be out when this episode comes out it's october 18th right now for us if you want a little bit of a timeline to figure out where you are and where we are <laughs> in the timeline of the universe in which we are in which is not current time with you we're like in the past y'all are like in the future we are time travelers we got time travelers all right um i i guess it's new yorker kind of accent today <laughs> i'm so sorry um but this kind of follows last week's episode's fact uh in relation to cats not being able to taste sweetness mm-hmm. so cats can taste the air um, they half open their mouths to activate their specialized nasal anatomy, giving them the taste of a scent. They do this with the Jacobson's organ, also known as the vomeronasal organ, located behind their upper incisors. So it's literally right behind their pointy teeth, those long pointy teeth. That's where they get that smell. That's why sometimes your cat makes that weird little face with her mouth open. It's like, it's, Only it looks Henry like they does smelt, it. It looks like they've smelled something bad, but they're tasting the smell that they're smelling. And I also read to go on top of that that they often do it because they smell something that could be a possible like mate. That is a good, yep, that is one of the reasons. And also, it's, like, also a way for them to take in new scents as well. Mm. It's That's something they'll do, is if it's a new scent to them, too, they're kind of, like, taking it all in, the taste, all of it, you know? I have never seen a cat do it until I got Henry, and really? I'm like, what are you doing? Because he looks like he got, like, he, looks, and he freezes, yep. and then his mouth opens, and it just seems like all of a sudden he's a robot, and, like, an intercom is going to blast out of his mouth Rudo or whatever, and, and I'm like, that. this is creepy. Stop it. Yeah, yeah. Rudo and Daruk do it all the fucking time to things that they smell. It's so funny. Yeah, I love I it so much. I had to look it up because I'm like, are you broken? <laughs> <laughs> are you broken? Why, did, why are you what doing, are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I just yep. think it's so cool that they have is it, I'm picturing like holes in the top of their mouth. It's probably not like a whole hole, but you, yeah, it's probably something yeah, along those good. lines. It's probably like microscopic to the yeah, eye. You probably can't true. like actually see it, but it's so cool. probably similar to like a nasal cavity or something like that. Mm. Um, but it's a way for them to be able to taste the air, which I'm not going to lie. There are some smells. I do not want to know what that tastes like. But there's also some smells. I do want to know what that tastes like. Yes. So mm, there are some. I think I'd risk like, it. 
not like and and the funny thing is is it's like i feel like some things don't always taste like they smell and like i want to taste the thing i like the scent of something like just i just want to taste the scent not the actual flavor of it because sometimes things taste a little different than they smell welcome to chaos and cats (laughs) it gets weird i was thinking of all the things that i want to smell taste (laughs) whatever it is (laughs) and play-doh's definitely on my list I just feel like it smells different than the saltiness that it tastes like. So, because mm. I mean, I was a child once. I have tasted Play-Doh. It's a baby. It's a baby. Hi. It's not our usual guest today. No, he's still on. He's on his pillows though, sleeping. Oh, the prince is sleeping. Yes. Yeah. Just why the princess feels so comfortable to come in. Come here. She's not really a lap cat. That's Henry. It's okay. I can see her. Hello, baby. You're getting the love. You can't hear it. But oh, you're getting the love. So pretty. Chicken your tail. Laura has a beautiful little tuxedo kitty cat. Come here, baby girl. I think it's so funny that both of us have an orange male cat and a dark colored female cat. And that they are twins, basically, in terms of personality. Oh, God. Yeah. And Your age. Your female cat is just like mine. Yep, same age. I'm pretty sure. How, how old is uh, Harley? Harley is 11, I think. Bruto's like seven. So oh, yeah. a few years. But yeah, like they're both older cats. But it's just um, older cats and then our orange tabbies that are wild and crazy are younger. Yeah, exactly. Because Drew's only like a year or two older than Henry. They're like practically, they're basically the same age. I think Drew's like a year older than Henry. I think so too. Um, but yeah, no. Um, literally, we both have young orange male cats that are fucking crazy, psychotic, playful love bugs. And then we both have two grumpy female dark colored cats <laughs> um, that love scritches and attention and stuff like that. Mine loves cuddles. Hers doesn't love cuddles as much. No. At least not lap cuddles. Mine loves any form of cuddle. <laughs> Um, literally be held sometimes it has to be on terms yep yep but literally like our cats are shoulder it cannot be my right shoulder no Bruto prefers when I hold her over my shoulder um she tolerates it when Nick puts her on her back but that's because he forces it upon her even though she hates it um stop this yeah yeah but there are times where she does enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> you can just see it because she just starts to melt into his arms. And you're just like, ah, you're you mad go. that it happened, but you're kind of happy I'm right now. That. You look pretty fucking content right now. And she'll spread her toes on her back feet whenever he picks <gasps> her up sometimes. That. Like when she's really perturbed by it, she spreads her toes like right out. And it's so cute. I want to try it when Henry's in a good mood. I want to try putting him on his back and like holding him like an actual baby because yeah, he doesn't yeah. really like to be held, just but make, he loves yeah. cuddles. And I my think biggest love thing it. is just it, the biggest thing is making sure that they're butt and they feel supported. Yeah, they just have to feel supported. As long as they feel nice and supported, they generally don't panic too hard. Um, but they need to, to feel supported. That's like a big it. thing for cats when they're being held. That's why. That's part of the reason why I hold her. Thing. Yes. Um. If you get one of those baby blankets that you wrap around yourselves and tuck your child into, yes. you can do that for your kit, your kitty yes. cat. Yes. 
I want to do that. I want to get one of those and do Harley that. Harley will punch me in the face, but Henry will tolerate it for about five seconds. So I, I had one of those hoodies that you can that had a giant pocket. Ironic. Mm-hmm. There just wasn't a lot of support with it. That's what I didn't like about it. It sags. It's, when you put them in, it felt like it was just pulling the whole thing down. Yeah. So it wasn't very comfortable. Um, so... I want to try the bottling thing though with the putting the blanket on myself. Get over here, Catherine. I think Rudo. I think if I could get Rudo in there, she'd actually end up enjoying it a lot. Probably, yeah. She loves being with me twenty four seven. It would save her a lot of pacing around and following me. You know, if mom gets up, she's already there with me. You know, she doesn't have to wonder (laughs) where mom's going. She's already there. She already knows what's going on. She doesn't have to freak out. Yeah, relax, kitty. It's okay. I love her. I love her. She's a good girl. Hmm. Well, thanks for bringing us a cat fact. Yeah. I was going to say, that cat fact to turn into us just talking about our cats. (laughs) And all I can think is I had a cat story to tell because something stupid happened that I know it was Henry. I just know it, but I can't remember what it was. I know <laughs> it which was one it was. Trust me, I know. You're <laughs> a fucking idiot, and he's always doing this stupid shit. I love you. I um, love you. <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. Oh my so god! I know it's him, but I can't remember it. So if I remember, I'll blurt it out. Don't you worry. Oh yeah, I'm not worried about it. I know you will. So, you been up to anything, Laura? Anything oh, new? Appreciate you checking in. Um, Mark and I actually just got back from Kansas, where we went because his sister, his youngest sister, was getting, or younger sister, she's got a few sisters, younger sister just got married. I think she's like 25. And she is lovely and her now husband is also lovely and they're just so cute together. So we helped them set up for the wedding and then did wedding stuff and it was a fun time. I got like a really pretty dress and matched it with Mark. And then I wore this thick ass like choker and I felt like I was like Victorian because my dress also had that vibe and I was loving it. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, it was a good time. Um, awesome. And that's about it, because we got back on Monday, and then I had Tuesday off and did all my house and grown-up stuff to get ready for today, which I have worked mm-hmm. my first day back, and it was a great day. Very busy. Wednesdays are my busiest days, but I kind of love it, so makes the day go so fast. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I was gonna say Wednesdays are usually my busier days too. I have yes. a lot of like grocery stores that I hit on Wednesdays and stuff, so a lot to do in one day. Absolutely, that's how I'm feeling. However, this Wednesday hit me on a good week because it is the week after my period, and I don't know—is it ovulation week? I don't know, but it just my energy is crazy. When I believe that means you're back at the beginning, right? Of the cycle. I just don't know what that that's- week. Usually the first week, I'm pretty sure, of the full cycle, 
is when you have the most energy, which I believe is the ovulation cycle. Because you're like, let's go. Let's get fucked. Let's have babies. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's do this. We have all this energy. We can totally take on 10 kids. Let's do and this. Then and then the next three week, weeks, I immediately starts to go down. Immediately and piss. So it's so, a good time being a woman. <laughs> or a I person with I, I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast yet um i don't know if i've told you yet oh i don't know girlfriend i'm getting my tubes removed i don't think you have told me i don't think i have told you i told you i wanted to okay maybe that's the conversation we've had so yes i got the um I talked to my doctor about it um, right before she left me. (laughs) Um, I was like, all right, before you leave me, I need this one thing from you. I need a referral, please. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I'm getting a tubal litigation done. Um, They're doing the full, like, scalp injectomy. They're straight up removing my tubes Mm -hmm. um, because that is the better option. It lowers your risk for ovarian cancer. And whereas I already have a risk for breast cancer because my mom has breast cancer, mm-hmm. um, it's just going to lower those cancer chances. Which is a always lot. a good thing. Um, so, and then at the same time, they're going to be removing my IUD because I don't want my IUD anymore because my ultimate goal is to be able to donate eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously I still got eggs. Just the tube that takes the egg to the fertilization area <laughs> is gone. So it can no longer fertilize. Yeah. So they just get shed right out. Um, but that means I'm going to be experiencing my first full blown period in almost eight full years. Holy crap. Girl. And I am not excited for it. I'm going to be recovering from the surgery and be heading into my first period in like eight years all at the same time and I'm like yikes I probably should have waited on the IUD but I'm gonna be like knocked out so I was like I won't have to be awake for them like taking Taking out the IUD and I'm kind of cool with that because I've heard it really really sucks to get taken out I was fine when they put it in but I have heard a lot of people say that even though they were fine when they put it in they were not fine when they took it out so I'm like I don't want it but yeah so I'm getting my tubes out maybe your period won't come immediately though I'm hoping it'll take it well it probably will take like a few days to a week for it to fully like and it'll also probably depend on my body because my hormones are going to be all over the place, basically. Oh, yeah. So it, it's going to depend. But I'm hoping I can get through the hurdles of the surgery recovery before period starts. Yes. But they said it's not a super invasive. Like, it's definitely a... I will be out of the hospital the same day. That's good. I'll be out of there the same day. Um, And I can basically go back to work, like, the next day. But I'm going to take a flex day. So I can take that day off. I already, I've already told my boss I'm going to need a day off uh, for a minor surgery. Um, <clears throat> so 
I'm gonna just take like a day to recover and if I need more I'm sure I can easily call my boss and be like um I think I'm gonna need one more day turn my route for an extra day um but we'll find out because they already know I'm gonna need help because I won't be able to I will be on weight lifting restrictions for like a month Mm -hmm. um so I did make sure to tell them that and I'm like totally timed it right because this is gonna be right around one of our busiest times of year fucking christmas and new year's because i'm getting my tubes out yeah you said sometime in december december uh i think 12th hold on there's a lot of things written on that day yep december 12th i get my tubes removed so uh they've they've she said like the worst part of the healing process is usually like the day after because you're very bloated because Mm -hmm. they kind of fill you up with a bunch of gas because they kind of like got to bloat you a bit to like get in there and do everything i'm like great i was like well i've got plenty of experience with that so fantastic (laughs) like (laughs) here we go but honestly like i got i didn't have any problems getting approved I'm surprised, um, honestly. First person I went to, she said yes to me. Um, it definitely helped that I, because I mean, I was straight up with her. I was like, and she was very honest and straightforward with me. But I mean, I told her, I was like, I have no desire to birth a child, first yeah, of all. Yeah, you've always said that if you end up wanting a kid, you'd just adopt. Well, she just took the words right out of my <laughs> ripped them out of my mouth you've always said that since i've known you yeah. so it's like yeah. not- i've said that my whole life if i want kids i am going to adopt i i am going to adopt or at least foster mm-hmm. um at the very least i would like to foster children and if the right kid comes along and i'm able to adopt them then fucking awesome um, and it works out great. If not, then at the very least, I'll be able to help some kids have a place, you know, Definitely. Um, even if it's for a short period of time in their life. But um, yeah, no, I have no, I told her, I was like, I have no desire to birth kids. I was like, my husband's already had a vasectomy. I was like, I just want this for me and yeah. my peace of mind because I do have PTSD. I got a history of sexual assault um so you know it's it's also for my own peace of mind of like it's sad and it's morbid but if anything were to ever happen that's something I don't have to worry about definitely because that is something I had to worry about when that happened to me of course we found out that it wasn't actually something that I needed to be worried about but still it's just one of those things you know it's one yeah. of those things, one of those things Don't that I'm just about like, it. one less thing that I have to worry about. Yeah. And the desire to birth a kid is just not there. Yeah, that's terrifying. I've, I was in the room when my sister gave birth to her daughter, her first child. No, thank you. <laughs> her birth was smooth. Don't get me wrong. She had a very smooth, straightforward birth. Doesn't mean it's a great time. Not for me not for me love it if it's for you i support it you do you i but no thank you 
as many of you probably have heard, I, I work with pregnant people. So the fact I've learned so much about pregnancy and birth and all of that stuff that it's honestly, <laughs> I wish I was one of those like TikTok moms where they plan this beautiful birth plan. Yeah. They have all the breathing techniques, like, cause it is beautiful. And that's, I like help my, my it people is. do it's that stuff. Beautiful. It's I personally terrified. No, thank you. And I have Don't already with a ten foot pole pregnancy. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm fine with pregnancy. It's the birthing part that I cannot that too, fathom. But no, I don't know. The pregnancy part really puts me off too. There's just a lot that it is like, a lot, but that's a lot I can deal with. I cannot mm-hmm. deal with shoving a baby out of my my vagina. No, there's a lot of it that like the people that have been close to me recently that have had babies that like watching them go through it and like the con like it's pain on another level that you're constantly in and I just I'm already in constant pain um (laughs) I don't need it to get even worse for a year fucking straight and then some (laughs) no thank you no thank you but if it's for other people that's great I support it I think it's a beautiful thing lovely wonderful I think it's great look I want to donate my eggs that is my yeah. ultimate goal is to be able to like get healthy and donate my eggs. And like, I got to get back into exercising. Same seeds. <sighs> Which that's the whole thing. Um, especially if I want to be able to donate my eggs, I got to get back into my healthy regimen, my healthy lifestyle shit. Yes. Mostly just my movement. My eating is yes. pretty, pretty. Fun. My eating's fucking great. My yeah. eating's been on par recently. It's the movement. It's yeah. I don't do. I'm pretty sedentary right now. And yeah. Facebook's been hitting me of all the memories of me being skinny For like a real? Year, year and a half ago. And I'm like, because we were killing it. Stop reminding me <laughs> how hard the I was so and stress hit me. Oh. Damn it! I'm like, I was stop so strong. Me. I was like, oh look at it! I was so strong. And it was just so great. My muscles were fantastic. Like, don't get me wrong, guys. Like, I'm not saying, like, I hate my body, blah, blah, blah. Like, no. I've I was really going to say, I like my I've body. really grown to love my body where it's at right now. It took me a bit. I was definitely in a not-so-great mental space when it came to my body. But that's because I have body dysmorphia already. Um, but I was doing really good with uh, loving my body. Uh, then when I gained back some weight we had to adjust but love my body still but I want those muscles back man that's what I'm pissed about is that like I don't mind my body I like my curves but yeah it's gonna take me so long I am gonna get back to how much I was lifting before none of of my clothes fit me right now I have like three pants that fit me and that's part of the problem and I'm like I really need to I really need to lose some weight just because I need to fit back into some of these clothes because yeah. like I don't need I, it's too expensive man it's in this too economy expensive. for real jeans especially pants especially fuck this shit I can't afford shit right now no thank you I can't buy a whole new wardrobe would I love to oh my god yes I already need to get mm-hmm. new shoes because mm-hmm. I wear through shoes like fucking crazy because I walk so goddamn much um and I'm like shit I need to get new shoes <laughs> I'm dreading it. I'm dreading it because I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be able to get cheap ones. I got to get decent ones. They're going to last me, but oh, it's so expensive, man. Yeah, so I'm like, is. I need to get back to working out <laughs> purely so I can 
fit back into my clothes. Because that's the problem we're having. I can't wear half my wardrobe right now. I feel that. That was an issue for me, but I did buy some pants, so. And oh, well, I bought and a couple of pairs, but. I've had so many of my clothes for, like, 10, almost 15 years, and so I'm, like, over it, so I just keep throwing them away. Not, I keep donating the them. Thing. I got rid of a bunch of my clothes that used to fit me when I was, like, a little bit bigger, but then I went through and I purged a bunch. Yeah. And I didn't keep a couple pairs, you know, just just in case um <laughs> the ones you just can't let go but didn't didn't keep them and yeah no now now i'm like wow kaylee you should have kept a couple of those pants huh <laughs> we're just a little big on y'all you do hold on to them just in case you had a you know jokes on you <laughs> jokes on you motherfucker <laughs> your positive mental health made you thought you would never be depressed again sucker <sighs> And I knew I shouldn't have put myself into that mindset that I could never be depressed again. But here we are. <laughs> and I'm learning. We're learning. And that's what matters. Yeah, we're going with the ebbs and flows of life. So. Good thing we're exactly. life and health coaches, all right? You're hey, did we mention podcast you guys that mm. we are health and life coaches? Oh have my we God. revealed? that tidbit about ourselves yeah i don't think we actually have okay first of all we haven't even have we've really we've only hinted at the fact and partially talked about the fact that we had a previous podcast um it's still up it's still running it's still out there i don't know if we're ever gonna tell you the name of it that's well i don't know if we want to somebody else put it together then Go find it. The very find obscure it. No, podcast. Challenge. Find it. Find it. That's what I want you to do. You know what? You know we're health and life coaches. That's a big hint for you. There, is, there you go. Find it. See if you can find the podcast. Um, but yes, we, we did have another podcast where we were doing health and life coaching stuff. And that was our focus. But it got a bit more stressful for us than we wanted it to be. Because we wanted to put out accurate, correct information, and we wanted to make sure we weren't going to upset people and offend people. Of course, it's it's a sensitive topic. Health is a very sensitive topic um, for a lot of people. And we... <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking about how intense we were. We've been <laughs> on that podcast. I know. <laughs> you were... Very intense. Very passionate, um, I shall say. Yeah. And we, you know, we we started taking it a lot more seriously than we had originally planned to. That's for sure. But also, there's a lot of work that goes, in, goes into making sure you're putting out factual information um, and making sure you're not just giving someone bullshit fucking false information when it comes to people's health. And we did. We took it very seriously and it got to be a bit too much for us. Um we we got into a bit of a a little a little tiffy tiff. <laughs> talked it out. And then we were like, let's take some time off. Let's regroup. Let's let's just take a breather. We're we're too stressed out from all of this. We were not supposed to get this stressed out by it. You know, and then we took a breather and now we're back. We're doing our thing. We're, but we're having fun. Yes. 
we're having fun and we're not going to be as PC um, as we were trying to be in the other one. Um, That's for sure. Because I feel like we can be both things. Like I think we can be understandable of all the things and accepting of all the things, but also be a little shitty and funny all at the same time. Exactly. And that's the thing because we are shitty and funny, but we are very open, understanding people. Um, and that I think is what we ultimately like want to still try and like create for people is a space that you can come to and talk and feel comfortable. Um, just like we tried to create over there, but you know, we want to do it here in a bit more open lighthearted kind of way you know we're always here to learn so if we do ever say something that's like not right you know or like totally not okay to say anymore please educate us happy to learn I'm always happy to learn that I'm not supposed to use certain terms or say certain things and then teach myself to try and not do that anymore um right like I will say, again, I'm a big gray area kind of a gal. Yeah. So so I feel like... Love a gray area. All the gray areas. So I feel like if you're getting upset because we genuinely said something that was truly offensive, please, yes, let us know. But if you're pissed because I said that bald guys are gross, then you can go fuck yourself. (laughs) We're allowed to have our opinions at the end of the day. Um, But that's the thing is if we truly say something that's like not good not right. okay like or we get something wrong please that's fine happily correct us we're happy to learn because we are as we try to be as open and inclusive as much as we can towards other people um because we are those kind of people who also like to feel like we're allowed to be in a certain space because we're a little weird and different you know yes and yet she says this yet she ended one of our podcasts with just saying fuck you so it's a it's an endearing <laughs> loving fuck you if you haven't figured that out at this point what are you doing here what are you doing here what are you doing here oh we got her going we got her going she's in the shaft now oh dear lord i keep Rudo keeps like popping her head up and looking at me like mom are you Can good you <laughs> it's because we accidentally trained her Nothing like accidentally training your pet to do something. Um, So one of the video games Nick plays, I feel like I've mentioned this before on here, but one of the video games that Nick plays uh, is like a medieval person versus like PvP kind of like video game. Um, And (laughs) they have um, like war cries that they do when they're like charging at people to like attack. And they're so bad. They're so bad. It's like, like that. (laughs) She looks looks at you. So we accidentally trained her to come to me when I do that. When I, when I yell really loudly, like when I do like almost like a war cry. So now whenever I get really excited or I start getting really like, oh my God like she she will like start coming to me and looking at me and being like mom you good good?" like she always comes right up to me she gets like right in my face she meows at me she like paws at me she's just like are you okay mom and then she'll immediately lay down on my lap and just like and she'll like snuggle on my lap 
So I always feel bad when I when I'm getting excited over something or I'm doing like I'm like I'm so sorry. I'm fine. I'm so fine. sorry. Everything's good. It's okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. I promise. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't think I have any of like any random stuff like that with the cats. So yeah, it was very interesting. I like this. Literally, <laughs> it's so effective for her. It's so great. It's so great. Um, but yeah, no, I was literally just sitting there making fun of the game, making the noises, and she just started coming to me whenever I was doing it. And I was like, is this a thing now? It's a thing now. Hey. It's a thing. Hey, I would really double down though and like go in the other room and then start. Oh yeah, no, I'll doing do it the- the <laughs> If I'm in the bedroom and I want her to come lay down and snuggle with me, I'll lay there and I'll be like, Bruno. <laughs> and I'll keep doing it until she comes to me or I'll just be laying there like <laughs> she's looking at me like mom she's like, I'm, I'm already here like, mom I'm right here I need you to fucking stop what is happening to you right now what's going are on you possessed mom she's like it's a good thing I came and laid on your lap because you are freaking out <laughs> you're struggling well what do you think we're about 40-ish minutes in probably get going on those uh do you have anything today laura it's like a kind of it's always kind of it's like a kind it's, it's always a kind of if i'm being honest okay mine was like a Mine was like when I was researching for I think the last one we recorded um this like popped up randomly and I saw it and I was like maybe I'll do an episode on that. <laughs> and, <laughs> and here we are. Anything. And now here we are doing it and it's you'll find out. <laughs> good. Cool. Good, good. Uh well, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I don't remember who went first last time, so. I don't remember who went first last time, but I'm feeling anxious about mine because it's not planned out in the slightest, so. Oh, my, trust me, I'm going to be, like, cold reading <laughs> articles, um, so. That's where we differ. I do not have articles yet. Oh. Give me a hot taco, because I don't know where this conversation is going to go, and I think that's the problem. It's a. Do we ever know where the conversation is going to go? Um, No, definitely not. I didn't think so. Um, All right. So I guess I can go first. Okay. And then I can. (laughs) Yep. All right. (laughs) Um. Yes, I cannot wait. You're already laughing. (laughs) So weird. So weird, dude. It's so weird. I'm here for Um, it. We're talking about the history of gelatin. I'm here for it. I'm here for it because we're, I do want to know the where the horse hooves and pigskin came from. We are talking about you, the yes. history of gelatin. All right. You, I yes. was also curious about <laughs> the history of gelatin and, you know, like how. I'm just sometimes just thinking and I'm just, I'm just curious about gelatin. <laughs> like, how do we hmm. get here? Hmm. How did we get here with this thing? You know, it's like how Coca-Cola used to be a medicine. Yeah. 
how did we get here? And why um, are we still doing it with the gelatin? Anything um, with gelatin is kind of gross. Okay, goodbye. Uh, so, we're going to talk about... She says, I cannot help your panic. No longer. <laughs> it's okay, I need to get closer to be able to read. <laughs> okay. I'm going to scoot this over here so I can read this screen. Um, So, I am just going to read right off of these articles, as per usual, because we are lazy. We do not do our own work. Mm-mm. We cite our sources. Those will be linked in the description. You can get it there. Um, But I've got a couple of sources here. Um, I'm trying to decide which one I want. Okay. So. The word gelatin is derived from the Latin word gelatus which means to freeze don't ask me um so our ancient egyptian ancestors had already figured out the value of using the jelly-like material produced by cooking animals um ancient egyptians extracted a primitive form of gelatin by boiling animals skins and bones to make a Collagen and glue to use their date to use in their daily lives. Um, so they use the glue to stick together their clothes and furniture. And ancient Egyptians also cooked up the bone-based broths and ate the cooled-down extractions coming out of the boiling process, which was probably the first time gelatin was basically ever produced as a food product. So this shit goes back to like the. 1700s i believe um no 1600s of when gelatin first came into existence basically it was a poor choice then and it's a poor choice now (laughs) however it maybe it had been a necessity then so i get it but now what are we actually doing was a big necessity and i can actually see why it can still be a pretty big necessity for certain age groups of people specifically like older people um you'll find out as we read more and i tell you more about gelatin i'm gonna fuck you up kaylee i'll fuck you up get over it (laughs) (laughs) get over it i can't i literally had chills when you were reading that i know it's gross but sometimes certain things are necessary got it (laughs) sorry so Traces of gelatin were found in a pharaoh's grave in the form of glue, and this was the first time in history to basically produce uh, gelatin manually, essentially. Um, It was in... So there are records of a type of savory jelly having been made and served in the royal courts in England in the Middle Ages as well. It was probably basically the first functional form of food um, used in Europe. So when gelatin was discovered in 1682 by Dennis Papin, a Frenchman, um, while conducting experiments and research on the subject, it resulted in the discovery of a method of removing the gluttonous, glutinous, material in animal bones by boiling his experiments resulted in a method of removing 
oh god no i already read that it has no taste and no odor and when combined with liquid no color but it is pure protein which is why it can be an essential form of food is because it is pure protein when you make it from animals and stuff so i can see why even in this day and age in certain situations it could be a necessity maybe not so much nowadays because we've formed a lot more food where we can steer away from it but like for older people and stuff where they need to get more like proteins and stuff like that and i could see that but yeah back in the day it was actually a very useful thing still gross definitely not saying it wasn't gross especially back in these days fucking disgust i i don't want what the the kind of gelatin these people had because you know that shit was not filtered I'm picturing it. I my brain pictures it, and I'm mm. Mm-mm. and and also it's like yes, you're very inventive, but also where's the line between you're an inventor and you're a psychopath when you're like yes, let's boil these bones in skin to see what happens. Well, they probably had extra left over and probably wanted to figure out if it can be utilized in an edible way instead of wasting it. It was probably scraps that were left over. And instead of wasting them, they found a way to utilize what was left. I get it. It's disgusting. I'm not saying it's not. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not debating the fact that it's gross. Not at all. Not at all. It's fucking gross. But it was a necessary thing. Of course. Continue. Um, In the early part of the 19th century, food manufacturers had been experimenting with gelatin, but none were able to come up with an appealing and usable product. Shocker. Shocker. Um, Gelatin is used in culture media for determining gelatinolysis got it gelatinolysis 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 I'm not sure uh, uh, by bacteria uh, gelatin was the first gelling agent used to solidify liquid culture media thus bacterial counts could be determined and isolated and isolation of pure cultures obtained. So in 1881, Robert Koch demonstrated a new technique at the International Medical Congress in London. Uh, he evaluated media such as coagulated egg, al- albumin, starch paste, and... <laughs> coagulated. Oh. I, know. I know, I don't like coagulated oh. anything. Um, and aseptically cut slice of a potato then moved to a meat extract with added gelatin the resulting nutrient gelatin was poured into a flat glass plate which were inoculated and placed under a bell jar however when using gelatin incubation temperatures of 20 degrees celsius don't ask me what that is in fahrenheit was required and it was observed that many organisms were capable of liquefying the gelatin Agar eventually replaced the gelatin as a solidifying agent. Did you understand any of what I just told you? Do you know what a Petri dish dish is? Oh, yes. That's basically what I was just talking about. 
Well, I had so many words. They didn't do that. They didn't even I didn't do that write this us. article. I didn't write this article. Petri but dish, I, I'm bitch. pretty sure that's what they're talking about is a Petri dish. Uh, is for, like, how you get the bacteria to be able yeah. to spread across inside. Yeah, I've that's what they were doing. biology, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. So that little gelatin material was originally straight up gelatin, like a gelatin material, and then they swapped to using agar because gelatin can be liquefied by certain organisms. Agar cannot, apparently. Who knew? Very interesting. <laughs> so, during the 1800s to 1815, um, nutritional value of gelatin was recognized as early as the Napoleonic Wars, when the French used it as a source of protein during the English blockade. In 1833, the first gelatin capsules started to be used to help mask the taste of unpalatable medicines. The first factory specializing in producing these capsules started production in the 1870s. And in 1845, Peter Cooper secured a patent for gelatin dessert powder called portable gelatin. His invention was a basic edible gelatin that had no flavor to it but the product was allowed sweetness and flavoring to be added to it by using fruit juices and sugar. Glasses. Then in 19, not, not 19, not 19, um, in 1895, Pearl B. Waite, a cough syrup manufacturer from Leroy, New York, who dealt in patents, bought the patent from Peter Cooper by adding fruit syrup to gelatin Weight turned Cooper's gelatin dessert into a prepackaged commercial product. Mr. Waite's wife eventually changed the name of the product to Jello. Um, but yeah, so during uh, during both the First and Second World Wars, it was extensively used in various medical procedures. It also has been found to be useful in a long list of diseases. Uh, today, is, is, it is extensively used in the food, beauty, healthcare, and pharmaceutical industries, amongst others. Uh, today, gelatin is one of the main ingredients in other products in many different, different industries. It is a widely used product in the food industry. Pharmaceutical. Okay, they just keep telling you about different industries it's in. Okay. Um, it is also important to know that gelatin has become a famous and widely used product because of its nutritional benefit. It was universally acclaimed as one of the most nutritious food products by the French and was extensively used as a source of protein, especially during the Napoleonic Wars, to feed both the French army and civilians when food was scarce. And this was the case, especially during the Siege of Paris. A doctor by the name of Gerard put his patients on a gelatin nutritional diet and they survived the siege in good health. Hot damn. Um, it is worth noting that before the production of the packaged gelatin, it was almost impossible to make good recipes that included gelatin. One had to boil the bones and skins of animals in a lengthy and laborious process for hours and hours in order to extract the, gelatin the gelatin and use it to cook a delicious recipe. When packaged, gelatin was introduced in the 1950s. It allowed people to cook fancy desserts with minimum effort. And that, my friends, is my history on gelatin. Oh, 
Well, that was definitely something. Definitely the history of gelatin, that's for sure. Um, and if I didn't like Jello before, I like even <laughs> less now. Like <laughs> I cannot look at Jello without thinking of the glob stuff that it was probably. All back I can think, all I can think of is the process and the like, the like coagulated <gasps> things like that's What I just view and think of of the process of making gelatin is like the coagulation part um and i know we said we don't like the word coagulate and i keep saying As it we but continue to torture my ears yes <laughs> it's torturing my own ears. <laughs> but, so i found this little picture that we can use uh probably on instagram here that is uh the evolution of gelatin i'm going to share my screen really quick with you laura so you can see it um this one is the evolution of gelatin. So we start at 8,000 to 4,000 years ago. Started as a natural glue. 500 years ago, a food ingredient at the English Royal Court. 1682, pressure cookers makes obtaining gelatin easier. In 1803 to 1815, protein source in times of war. 1833, we had the creation of gelatin capsules. In 1875, industrialization of gelatin production began. In 1880, it became a part of the photographic process, I assume. I don't know, uh, just this yeah, photographic we process. So. That, so that's um, cool. In 1890 is when household packs were introduced. In 1914 to 1945, a blood plasma expander sponge against surgical bleeding was you that's how it was used apparently i'm gonna go with that yeah. uh, it's just what it says you get th- this will be posted on our social media so you'll be able to see it's like a little a little map trail thing with all these little points on here map um, trail 1970 thing. to 1990 it became a part of the beauty and healthcare sector today multi use of many gel of gelatin in many applications and future uh it is the driver for health and nutrition, clean label, biochemical, and sustainable products. So yeah, that is our uh, little history lesson on gelatin. I very much appreciate that. That was something I never thought I would learn. So honestly, I <laughs> excuse me. Didn't expect to decide to talk about the history of gelatin. I love it, though. I love how random it is. Makes me want to do other random histories of, like, (laughs) like how it's made, basically, but here on our podcast. While Haley potentially chokes and dies. I'm sorry. I swallowed it wrong. Seems like a really bad time. I swallowed my liquid wrong. (laughs) Yeah, be careful doing it again. (laughs) You're so funny. (laughs) Thank you. I'm trying to make a living out of it. (laughs) You're reminding me of a little kid I work with today. 
Oh, oh. Because <laughs> he was smelling flowers. He was going. Ah. That's adorable. <laughs> I was like, okay. It is cute. It is cracking me up. Um, I have to turn my Wi-Fi on my phone, so it m- might might fuck things up. We never know. Shit might get crazy, folks. Uh, I hope you're ready. Be because shit literally might get crazy and there might be a lot of freezing happening. Wish us <laughs> luck. <laughs> we shall see. But I was trying. One day, maybe we'll have the technology thing down, but who knows? Maybe. I mean, I highly doubt it. Look, one day, maybe we'll be able to record in the same room together, but, you know, we'll cross this bridge when we get to it. That would be so nice. That's, like, all I want. That's all I want. And? Is to have a little office halfway between us. I don't like like, But, like, we can just drive to whenever we want record whether you're there or not i can just go to the office and work you know, <sighs> That'd be so cool do we know room. anyone who lives in between you and i that we can just like so. you're the only person i know that lives in mass and i don't know anybody that lives in the in new, new hampshire, hampshire area also, I'm so like. like not not that's between us. Not not that's between us because we're not that far apart from each other. We're two hours, so we would need someone who's like at least an hour from each of us. But I don't know anybody that lives an hour away from me. Not in that, that direction. Like no. That would be an hour away from you as well. Like in this direction. Like I don't know anybody that lives in the area. And the only reason I know you is because of school. Right. And it I just wonder... so happens that you lived in New England. Which is kind of weird. But what are the chances? I'm a what big are the fan. <laughs> but um my aunt actually lives in Maine as well, but she's I think closer than you. But I can't remember from how much because she was actually weirdly close. Because she used to live in New York City and that was a four-hour drive. I feel like in York or something or like Elliot or somewhere around there. Because that's like the furthest from me but still in Maine. Okay. Is like York, Elliot. That's like bottom of Maine. like, Like that's around the border of Maine area. And how long would that take you to get there? Half an hour, mm-hmm. 40 minutes. I'll have to check in, see what it is, see what she says. Find out where she lives. Find yes. out where she lives. <laughs> I haven't been there yet, so I'm excited to go there because someone's got to drive for the first time so I can see how that ride is. But I actually drove in Kansas pretty well because Mark needed Ooh. help a few times. We like were. We were trying to grow up in a new place. I know, but it's like it actually reminded me of like the the town I work in and kind of where my brother lives. It's like cityish, but not too city that I'm like terrified. I still can't do like a Boston or New York type deal. But I was like, this was cool. Yeah. So, mm. Fuck yeah! I know, right? Like high five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's awesome yes anyways i get off track we always do story of our lives what else is new um 
So today, I was what trying to talk about. I was trying to brainstorm with Marcus um, about what I should talk about today because I was like, I don't know. I'm running dry, and we're only on episode whatever. But uh, this would be episode eleven now. <laughs> well, on my page it says fourteen, so fuck. Wait, fourteen. Recording? Yeah. According to the recordings I have. Because that would be 9, 10, 11. I don't know where you're getting 14 from. Well, this would be 12 technically, right? This would be... Yeah, this would technically be 12, so now it's 11. Yeah. The previous one is the the one we recorded last is ten. So yeah, this we'll would be a Figure this out after. God damn it. We're one behind. Well, it's, yes, it's, but it's I don't 11. know where I fucked up in my notes. I thought I had. This I don't know where back. you got fourteen. Oh, we're gonna have to figure this out after. I don't know, I don't know where this bitch got fourteen. Listen, but we ain't nowhere near fourteen. Listen. I don't know, Listen. man. We'll figure it out. Moving along, moving along. Okay, anyways, what are um, we, so... Mark and I were talking, anyways, and I don't know if you've ever heard me say this, but I've had apocalyptic dreams for, like, two or three years now. Like, nothing else but apocalyptic dreams. Okay. And Mark's been talking recently for the past, like, six months to a year. He's also had a lot of apocalyptic dreams. And we're... And we're like, I can't believe we never looked up, like, what that meant. Mm-hmm. And so it got me thinking, I want to, like, talk about our dreams. And I want to look up what some of them are meaning. And I, I I wonder, are you someone who can... I can't remember my dreams as much anymore. Because they're so vivid. And then I, I wake up and they're gone. Them. I, have, I have vivid dreams, but I can never remember them very no. well. Um, I, I can just, remember, like... I get the, general. I know, I, I know, part. like, general basics of, like, what happens yeah. in most of my dreams, um, but for the most part, I can never really remember them. I have some recurring dreams from, like, my childhood that I can yes. definitely remember. And I want to like, look up others. why we get recurring dreams, too. But, yeah, no, like, I, I, um... I sadly can never remember my dreams. Sometimes I can remember them when I wake up, but other I times bits and pieces. But it's yeah, never but a full dream. As soon as I wake up, it's, it's gone. gone, and I'm like, oh. but I have the feelings, you know, about yes. like around what that dream was Nick, about. Nick has crazy fucking dreams. He has vivid dreams, and he always remembers like every detail when he wakes up. He's always that. telling me about his dreams, and I'm just like, oh my god, that. And that's also my um one of my best friends, Hope whose wedding we just had mm-hmm. she um she has vivid crazy dreams it's I, insane i just i used to i mean i've always had crazy dreams in a lot of dreams but oh hi baby girl what are you doing i always know to look behind me because your face like lights up when you see the kitty like i just i, I think i go i'm gonna okay, hang out right you know, maybe, maybe right here ma i don't know oh, sir hey Stop watching her. Leave her alone. I'll fuck you up. Leave her alone, troublemaker. That's right. But I'll reach to the screen, mister. Yes. He likes to try to like intimidate her and just stares at her. Mm-hmm. 
is rude as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. I got you, Harley. You can stare at this piece of fucking paper, Henry. Um, what were we saying? Oh, I used to, I've always had crazy dreams, but it, it, it wasn't until, like, adulthood where I stopped remembering them. Yeah, like, honestly, it's probably, I'd say, like, the past, like, few years, I just don't have, I just don't remember them as well. Like, I don't know, maybe the past five, six years, like, it's just been, like, I remember parts, I remember pieces, like, sometimes I can remember details, but, like, it goes away quick. I lose them fast. (laughs) It's like, I have to write them down immediately, and even then, the finding the notebook and writing it down, it would just be slowly being pulled from me. You have to keep one right by your bed, in grabbing distance, so that, like, pen ready to go, like, already, like, ready to go just like pick it up open like start writing that's like the only way to be able to do any of it and even then I would still start losing it and it's so funny because but dreams are so wild though because they are because I've written one of my I wonder if I still have it in here hold on because oh <laughs> I wrote down it wild and what's really crazy to me with dreams is when you know you're in a certain place but it doesn't look like that place or you know you're talking to someone specific yeah but, but it's it doesn't not them. look like them or i or have like, like a lot of no face situation like it's just love, no one i love when it's like you're someone like on a tv set suddenly like you walk through a door and you're like in a completely different place like I you go know. from like a living room to but like so a high normal. school gymnasium and it's like so normal totally normal like oh i guess we're here now and like half the time i'm conscious i'm like oh oh we're suddenly in a gymnasium why are we in a gymnasium what's happening (laughs) what are we doing here and then something happens and i just like go along with it and i'm like yes yeah it's like i'm like where's this going yeah i'm here for the ride here for the ride guys i'm here to see what's going down (laughs) have you ever had apocalyptic dreams i feel like i have like i definitely have yeah. like not a lot but i've had like a few yeah i've had a few marks are a little different than i because his seemed to be like a whole story mm. mine i am just often just like in it like surviving off the land type of dreams i feel like that's how nicks are usually is like his are just like he's in it he's right surviving. so i don't know like i often don't know what the apocalypse is but i just know i'm in it and I just know I'm, I'm trying not it. to die, die okay? basically. And honey, I, I have know. many times. <laughs> I gotta survive. <laughs> but I've also had like zombie dreams. I've had robot taking over dreams. I've had tsunami dreams. Ooh. Ooh, honey, that one's always terrifying. I've had that one a few times. <laughs> there's no, really you. nothing you can do. I just stand there. <laughs> well, yeah, there's nothing you can do. What are you supposed to do? I'm just like, I guess we're here for a tsunami. There's a big wall of water coming at me. I have nowhere to go to be able to escape it feasibly. What am I supposed to This is it. I'm just going to stay. No, I'm just going to no. go for a nice swim. Hopefully, this Wake sh- me up. Let's start over. Come on, yeah, wake please, me up. Please, please. I've had... This was when I was a kid, but I had this dream that a t-rex was trying to eat me but this t-rex was so big but now that i'm remembering it i was also in my dad's bathroom and this t-rex was trying to eat me so it really wasn't that big but i don't know how it fit in there like my my brain can't 
don't know what it did, but it was terrifying. However, dreams are so wild. Um, and I woke up one time and wrote down this dream because it was like so weird and it was one that actually stuck with me. And then I remember reading it a couple weeks ago again and it's so stupid. So stupid. Basically doesn't make sense. They're really stupid, especially when you write them down in a cohesive writing and you're like, but it was so intense. But I was like, and this actually sounds really dumb and it was a really cool dream. What the fuck? Yeah. So I'm debating reading it. It's okay. If if you don't end up wanting it in here, I can always cut it. I just have no idea what it's going to say because I cannot remember what this says. I just remember one line I read and I'm like, oh, great. I wonder where this well, goes. You can so, start. And if you don't like okay. where it's going and you want to be like, never mind, then we can just never mind. Okay. So, again, I apologize for my half asleep um, stupid dreams because this is actually seeming stupid and not making any sense. Um, but I got kidnapped and taken to this faraway bunker. Again, I'm telling you, I am just forever in like action-packed apocalyptic. I'm gonna die. You dreams. Have no rest. Uh, no. You have no, no. no peace. I have a theory no around it though. We'll get to that. But <laughs> I didn't know this was in here until now. So, but there are many other people there. We are living like the. It's like it's a school or a home situation. They teach us. We do chores. Feed us. Um, and we can't screw up or they hurt or kill you. So it's like, I'm in a prison cult. Um, Mark and I, and then it's just like a space, like a whole enter button. And then it's just Mark and I had a baby. They took the baby away from us. Another wow, rude. <laughs> another enter. Mark and I and others escaped and stayed with a woman who was helping us with a place to sleep for the night. But we found out she is the one that ended up adopting our child. We try to find <laughs> We are trying to find more paperwork that it is our child to prove um that it's our child and we did and then we try to come up with a plan to take our baby back. Um eventually we're driving a car and we get pulled over and the cops ask us questions that no one wants to answer. I don't remember what these questions are if I'm being asked. Oh, okay. I specify I guess about <laughs> where we've been um where we're going and why we look the way we do um because we're probably all looking tattered because we've been in basically prison um they end up letting us go we stop in at this store where this gentle looking woman starts also asking those types of questions the gentle looking women i know she also starts asking those questions but um seeming to be more like to be friendly than authoritative Mm -hmm. She starts to have this creepy way about her, a weird smile. I would picture kind of like the smile movie smile. Yeah, that's what I think it was like. Um, And even though we are telling her like these terrible things these people have done to us. um, I just need to interject real quick. Yes. I am emotionally damaged from that movie. (laughs) It's a terrifying movie. (laughs) Emotional, emotional damn it oh my god so sorry to give you ptsd on that one okay anyways continue (laughs) um but even though we were telling her the terrible things that happened to us and have like we're like crying and are like scared and we are showing it she's still having that creepy smile Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um i say out loud to everyone else in the group that she is one of them and we can't trust her and have to leave she turns to me with that smile and denies that's what's going on they all see it and we run and get into our car 
Um, we back up to leave and the lady is already on a video chat. I guess that's where my brain is going. Talking and smiling and laughing. Again, who laughs after someone told them that news? She's just chilling. Weird. Creepy. Don't trust the gentle looking women. And then I think this was just a little bit of the end that I remembered that I, it just like not really connected to anything. Cause it starts with so and so and so and so. I, oh, that's me and my stupidness being like the whole group. Got it. The whole group go down an alley with chairs and, and a table and pictures. And there's a picture of that lady with my brain. Fuck You're this freezing one up, up a little. Well, good, because this is fucking rough, the ending. Um, but we go down an alley where there's chairs and tables and, like, pictures and whatever, and there's a picture of that lady with the main person that captured us. So then we start to mm. run, and it just says, we can't trust anyone. I was so dramatic in the middle of the night. So that is... Wow. Wow. So I get no rest. So you're welcome for that. You're welcome for that. No peace. No peace, Laura. <laughs> but I've been on anxiety medicine for about two months now, and if not more, and I have had way less apocalyptic dreams. So my brain is telling me that it's probably stress and anxiety. <laughs> so then I look at Mark and I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> Oh my god, that's so great. Yeah. But uh, there's, there's a lot of reasons you could be having apocalyptic dreams. You can look them up if you're having them. You can pick which one you want because apparently there's 900 different reasons. Wow, big surprise. There's about a million different reasons for all these different things. <laughs> right, so a lot of it could be let stress. Just, let me just make one thing clear. Stress is almost always going to be a big indicator exactly. of why you're having a crazy fucking dream. Exactly. Let me just put that out there right now. Stress is always going to be a big indicator. <laughs> you sound like you're crying. Stress is just always going to be a big indicator. It's there, okay? Stress is there. That's the problem. Hi, it's me. I'm the problem Mark's probably like what the fuck is even happening Nick's not even home tonight so well then he will have to listen to our chaos he better fucking listen to it I don't even know if he listens to it it's okay he doesn't have to listen to it nah I was just saying he missed a lot um however I was wondering if you could you would like to tell us any of your dreams i don't remember a lot of my dreams sadly um even your little kid ones uh i like i said i can remember a reoccurring one that i used to have but i can never tell it well because i can never remember enough of it all i know is that it's in it takes place in the house i grew up in um and i have to try to explain the layout to our house um so our living room and kitchen was like a partial open concept okay stick with me here so there was like an opening on each side and then there was like a wall in the middle yeah it was like a partially open so it kind of like did this big circle oh yeah essentially um so we and then you'd go down and then there was a hallway um 
And um, in the dream, I'm like sitting in. We had we had like this big these big windows, um, on one of our walls, and there was a couch against that, and then across from that was like our recliner, which was against the wall mm-hmm. that separated the kitchen and the living room. And I'm sitting in like the recliner, or something like that, and um, I look out the window. I always get the chills when I talk about this dream. And there's just this figure in like a black mask. And like, it's really creepy. And they're just standing there. Just ominously. So I have I had things of- like that and I don't like it. This is my reoccurring one oh. that I had. I had it like at least three times. Um, And I, so I like see them. I get freaked out because like and there's like a car parked behind like they're like there's like a car parked on the road because our house was pretty close to the road like you could see the road from our window and stuff yeah um and they were like parked on the side of the road and like just like standing in front of a car and then like sometimes when I'd look out the window there wasn't a car but that's just weird dream things that yeah um <laughs> and <laughs> weird dream thing Um, so like i get i like got out of the recliner and like i crawl on the floor over to the couch like hide you know like being all like stealthy and like i like get on the couch and like i peek out the window and i think he like moves a little closer and then i get really freaked out and like back up and then suddenly in some of the reoccurring dreams i think only like one or two of them i think one of them it didn't happen but in, like, a couple of the times that it happened, I go behind the wall and, like, the house starts getting shot at. <laughs> it's really weird. Like, 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 shootout stat. Like, there's, like, a group of people. Like, like, there's a bunch of people out there holding guns just, like, mowing you down. Um, but it only happened, I think, in one of the one or two of the occurrences that I had this dream. But then I run down the hallway and I run to my room, which is also looking out at the road. And I like go up to my window and I like peek out the window and he's like right there. Yikes. And it's like, oh my God. It's like one of those like fucking things. And I almost always wake up around that point. And it like feels like it's taking forever when this is happening. Like it's all happening really slowly. It's makes it even more fun. It's your own personal oh. torture. Yeah, that's that's one of the reoccur. That's the reoccurring dream I had when I was younger. But otherwise, I don't really have a lot of apocalyptic dreams. I have a lot of weird dreams. <clears throat> they get pretty fantasy mm. sometimes. I love those. I wish I had more of those. Um. They yeah. They get kind of like that. But otherwise, it's usually like me and like a bunch of my friends or family in some situation and like Nick and I together doing something like in some form of situation we're either trying to get out of or we're like fighting with each other or something like it's always something along those lines yeah or, like, I'm with a group of friends doing some weird thing of course it like, always has to be weird weird situation that doesn't make any sense um <laughs> And then other times they get very fantasy, kind of. 
I want more fantasy ones. Uh, yeah. And when I started reading the... I don't know any of the titles of the books I read because I don't read the titles. I read the fucking books. Um, I don't read the titles. I read the fucking books. Um, That's a quote by Laura. Okay. <laughs> I don't know the title because I don't read the fucking title. I read, I read the, the fucking books. books. <laughs> but it's like the House of Glass or the Throne of Glass. The one with, I don't know, the one they've been really, we've talked about them on here before. I think. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. you yeah, read yeah, it too yeah, yeah, or yeah, started yeah, to. Yeah, like uh, Court of Thorns and Roses. Yes, and stuff thank you. Yeah. Thank the book you. I need to finish reading. Yes. I looked at the audio. The audio where I have the audiobook. Yes. Literally halfway. Okay. Literally we need to halfway. finish it because there's four other books. Literally stopped halfway. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, yep, I I I need to finish this. <laughs> Gotta finish it. But yes. Um when I started reading those books, I was still having apocalyptic dreams, but now they were in the fantasy land. Mm. Which I kind of, kind of like better, Crossover if I'm being episode. honest. <laughs> so I was like, this is cool. <laughs> Crossover episode. Um, but I was looking up why you may have re- reoccurring dreams, but um, <laughs> experiencing reoccurring dreams may point at underlying issues regardless of dream- the dream's content. Adults who experience frequent reoccurring dreams tend to have worse psychological health than those who do not, and many experts theorize that these dreams may be a way to work through unmet needs or process trauma. So I want to do about in kids. I mean, I had a cup. I had that reoccurring dream, like, as an, adult. as an adult. I've had... A re- I think I had it more than three times. I think I had it a few times as a kid, and then a few a couple of times as an adult but it was like early 20s when i had it it was like a mixture but hey trauma hi i know it still kind of gives the same answer for kids though which makes sense but um one of my reoccurring dreams i feel like that i've had as an adult which this one honestly cracks me up because as a kid I was, I'm always getting chased by animals. I'm terrified of dying via bear attack or whatever. I don't know. Fair. I'd rather fight a human than an animal any day. Um, but I'm always getting chased by animal. And it's one of those things where you're running as fast as you can, as hard as you can. And it's just slow motion. And it's just like, like you're running through mud. Your feet are lead and I'm pissed off, but I can't. I hate in a dream. (laughs) When I go to punch somebody. And it feels like you're going so slow and you barely make any impact. Like you see them have a huge reaction, right. but you don't but feel like, you don't feel the impact. And it's so aggravating. aggravating. Oh my god. Aggravating. You want to talk about aggra- aggravating? No matter how fast I run, because I'm not running at all, the animal always catches up to me and kills me. So yeah. this shit. But I'm well, just in yeah. a lose-lose situation here. But yeah. I've had that dream one time as an adult, and it was probably like a year ago. And my adult brain <laughs> went, oh. my adult brain went, I'm going to die anyways, because I'm always running on top of a mountain for some reason. So my adult brain was like, I'm going to die anyways. And I just jumped off the mountain. <laughs> I said, you're not taking me. I'm taking myself. <laughs> I refuse to be mauled. (laughs) I guess that's how I'm going to get out of that situation. 
I love it. Yes. I'll just sacrifice my fucking self. It's like, fuck you. I'm going out of this myself. <laughs> I can't take this anymore. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. So, and if anybody ever has nightmares, my dad always told me that if you're in the middle of a nightmare, you cross your eyes really, really hard in your dream because you cross your eyes really hard in real life and it will hurt and will wake you up. And it has always worked for me. Interesting. Always. It helped me in that, that T-Rex dream. Boy. What? I should teach that to Nick because yeah. he has a lot of nightmares. Gosh. Nightmares. So you have to try a couple times, so don't give up in your dream. Yeah. yeah. And no, I don't I'll know stop. why I know this information in my dream because I don't know I'm well, dreaming. I don't know why I'm conscious sometimes, but I can't control my dreams sometimes, but I'm conscious sometimes in my dreams. I'm like, I know exactly what's going on. I know this is a dream right now. I often like, immediately wake up when that happens. I don't always wake up immediately sometimes it takes a little bit but i'll become conscious yeah during my dream and i'll know it's a dream and i'll be aware of it but i'm like just witnessing it basically as it's happening it's very weird there's been dreams i've had some starting to have like some control i often want to fly in my dreams so i'll fly and then i'll be put to the ground and then i can't control it anymore and i get pissed and i wake up (laughs) (laughs) like what the fuck I just, come on. So I would love for other people to share their dreams with us because I find them truly fascinating, as we can tell, because we've already had an episode about things that have been invented from dreams, which is also wild to think about. Exactly. Um, Exactly. (laughs) So share us all the things. I want to hear all the crazy, cool, uh, horrific, and funny stuff. I mean, I have a coworker that... Um, dreams in cartoons sometimes. Yep. I and I was like, I didn't know that was a thing. Got it. No. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So hmm. that is my topic. It was mostly sharing, but yeah, <laughs> that's okay. I think it was fun. Yes, that was a fun little topic. Dreams, man. Dreams get fucking weird. Fucking weird. I'm glad I was able to read that little tidbit because, as you can clearly tell, I had no idea what was even going to happen. So it was a roller coaster forever. The moment you started talking about it, I was like, ah, shit. This is the one topic I hate that comes up because I can never remember my dreams and I hate it because I know I have like really interesting and crazy and weird and vivid dreams sometimes, but I can never fucking remember them and I hate it. Oh, I know. I want to remember them. They're so cool. I just want to live in dreamland, but that's just me. For you, here's here's a question for you in relation to dreams. Yes, ma'am. Sexy dreams. You ever had a nice? Also talking about that. You ever had some? Like, I think one thing I hate about them is that. You never obviously, I mean, I mean, sometimes you can't, but like get to that point. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like you wake up. Yeah. It never works. It's just an ongoing feeling. It's such a frustrating thing when you wake up from that and you're just like, I honestly don't have very many sexual dreams. I don't have them often. I don't have them often. It's very rare that I get them, but when I do, it's usually a really heated, like, 
going at it. And I'm yeah, like, but mine are oh, still shit. really weird. Shit happens like all around one. it. I, did, I this okay. This all right, you remember this spicy thing. I remember the dream. Next <laughs> <laughs> dream. Um, there was a dream I had once that I when I I had a penis. It was an act like I was me, mm-hmm. and I had a penis. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was fucking fantastic. And I was having sex with this this girl and it was fucking fantastic that's what i'm saying it's fantastic it was a beautiful dream oh my god it was fantastic (laughs) it was it was fucking fantastic i was like why i want i want to experience this once in my life well you kind of did so well kind of but (laughs) not really at the same time yeah I don't know about you, but I was I was talking to Mark about this yesterday because this we basically had a whole conversation around dreams as well. Um, but I and I want to know if it's the same for you. But as I grew up, you know how like as you grew up, you experienced your first kiss and then maybe mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. You know foreplay and then sex. You know all down the line of growing up. And my dreams like mirrored that, like. Like, when I was a kid, if I had only experienced a first kiss or something, I only had dreams about first kisses. It never, like, went further than that. And then once I had, whatever, second or third base, I had dreams about that. But it never went further than that until I had sex. Basically, until I met Mark, I didn't have full-blown sex dreams. I don't know. Is that not how? I I don't know. Mark said it was kind of similar for him, but you don't remember? No. I had a dream I kissed Rihanna, so... (laughs) 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 um no i really i don't remember okay well again i don't remember please let me know i need to know my childhood because trauma it's it's that reoccurring dream that kept popping up for you honey yeah that's like (laughs) the one dream from my childhood that i can like remember yeah yeah you should probably you should probably back to seeing a therapist about this it's okay it's fine it's, the therapy is expensive i can't believe it. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. i was doing really good when i was taking care of myself Just, as you know like, I, me really I, I should start taking care of myself again and then i might get back into a really good mental space again but yes. you know we're not there yet it's fine it's fine we're getting there yes i i bought this workout machine and then i have not used it for the past like three or four months and so my theory with myself that I've learned is if I sign up for a gym membership or whatever, and I'm feeling anxious about it, or I don't want to do it, I refuse to force myself into doing it. So I've been waiting oh, yeah. this period out and now it's been three or four months. And now I'm starting to wake up and be like, Ooh, I want to move my body. Ooh, I want to try out this machine. Ooh, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like now I'm getting into the groove of wanting to do it again. And then once I'm doing it, I really rarely want to stop. I know it's just kind of getting myself back into doing it and starting again that's I just refuse to push myself because the second I push myself I'm gonna hate it because I've forced myself to do it and I'll never go back Mm -hmm. again so and I think that's what my problem became when I started to uh veer off from it is I started to force myself to do it yeah and I wasn't like taking breaks for myself mm-hmm. um especially from the gym and like just doing like maybe an at-home workout and like yeah. taking a break from it and it just got to be too much definitely and then it fell off a bit more and more and yeah yeah so we'll get back well, to it 
But we'll get back to it eventually. Don't you worry. It'll be there eventually. Yes. One of these days we'll come we'll come on here and be like, ah, worked out. Oh, look at that. Bitch. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> Just had to add that in there, I guess. All right. I think we're gonna call it here. We're already at an hour and a half, so yeah. 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 That puts me at two hours of two and a half hours of editing <laughs> girl uh, oh i usually listen to the whole episode there's a lot of things that have to be edited out i sometimes, know okay oh i get it <laughs> i appreciate it you're gonna go through the track and find when i'm fucking doing something obnoxious on my track that needs to be muted while you're talking <laughs> and vice versa uh, please yeah 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 so we will end it here um if you guys want to go and rate us, especially five stars on Apple Podcasts, really helps the podcast, um, really helps us get seen by more people. If you want to follow us at all on any of our social medias, talk to us, interact with us, whatever you want, um, you can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at Chaos and Cats Pod. And we also have a YouTube channel that is Chaos and Cats Podcast. Um, and you can also hit us up at our email, which is chaosandcatspodcast at gmail.com. That is also an option. Question, comment, concerns, something you want us to talk about. Tell I don't know. Your dreams. Yeah, yeah, tell us about your dreams. <laughs> um, we're happy to hear it. Um, but yeah, keep listening. We appreciate it. We hope you're having fun. We hope you're enjoying. We hope you're coming back. Um, I hope I'm starting to get better at getting our uploads up on at least Tuesday. <laughs> on at least a Tuesday. I can't promise it'll be up and ready to go first thing in the morning, but hey, I'll get it up. <laughs> on a Tuesday. I promise. On Tuesday. <laughs> um, but yes, that's it. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. We hope you had fun. We hope we annoyed the fuck out of you and made you laugh a little bit. Um, <laughs> I hope you we annoyed the around? fuck out of you. Is or was that supposed to be the other way around? <laughs> uh, uh, oh. Either way. Uh, that's it. This yeah. is where we're ending it. Yeah. See ya. Right. Goodbye. Wouldn't want to be ya. <laughs>